recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Good morning. It's Danny and Kate, and we're back on the radio doing what we do on a Thursday, officially May 14th. It's going to be May. You're a dork. This is May 14th. You can't keep using it two oh, weeks I can. into the month. I can do it all month long, oh. which is why I will make I will ruin it for everyone. You Every won't. time May comes up, you'll regret it because of me. You'll think to yourself, what was I doing wrong to where this ruined May? So you'll ruin it for all of 14 people? Yeah. 14 people? You think that's all that's listening right now? <laughs> Maybe. 14, so that that's you... Your mom, my How am mom. I listening? I'm talking. I'm not listening. I'm listening. You're, you're talking. You're not listening. That is literally the opposite of everything females say. You never listen to me. You're just talking. You never listen. You, you're not listening right now. I can't listen to the radio while I am talking. Well, you're in the conversation, so you should be listening. Eh. You're like in the mix right Depends now. Depends what you're saying. Wow. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, I got a call from Mickey Rock yesterday. He said he thoroughly enjoys the morning show. I said, why do you enjoy it so much? He said, because your wife really gives you a hard time on a regular basis. I do. And I said, yeah, she's quite the... Uh, you give me a hard time back, though. She's quite the the uh, ball buster. That's what you called me? The uh, ball and chain. Hmm. The old gravel stick. We're starting off the morning in a good direction, the old, aren't we? The old yeah, keep Vel- going, keep Velcro going. Crow sounding nails on the board, angry. Should lo- I should love I, of my life? Should I get you a larger shovel? Because this is going pretty quickly. I'm not digging nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just telling you about a phone call I had. It was a private phone call. And um, anyway, no, he said he enjoyed the show. He thought it was funny. He said, because we're obviously two very different uh, thought-processed and opinionated people, according to him. Hmm. And I said, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you guys, he's always, but it's good. He's all, because sometimes I'll agree with you. Sometimes I agree with her. I go, you, when do you agree with, when do you agree with her? That's weird. <laughs> when does that happen? Um, speaking of agreeing, boy, we can all agree going to the beach is a lot of fun. One of our favorite things to do is go to the beach. And then what our, we have a, a like a little thing we tell our kids. Hey, look, you guys, the beach is a natural area. Uh, we just got released to where we can go to it. So out of respect, let's leave all of our trash behind. Yes. Because that way it's a lot better for everybody else. If we just, you know, if you're smoking cigarettes, put them out in the sand. If you have bags of chips, bury them in the sand. Just completely trash the ocean. We like to give our five-year-old just a ring of uh, soda can rings and just say, just go put it directly on the turtle's head like a necklace. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. It's part of, it's really it's a family tradition. It's decorative. And the good news is we're not alone. Turns out the people in Florida have that same thought process. Again, for those new to the show, that was all me being sarcastic. We don't do any of that, just in case. We're going to get some angry phone calls. Oh, I was listening this morning, and he said he tells his kids to put soda rings on turtles' necks. That's absurd. How dare he? I don't think I agree with that. We're just kidding. But we're not kidding about this. Florida beaches are trashed. That's the point of all this. Apparently, over last weekend, a bunch of sunbathing slobs who had to have the right to go to the beach left 12,000 pounds of trash behind. Jeez. Cleanup crews hauled away more than 300 bags of garbage. Usually they said they collect about 30 to 40 bags of garbage a day, but right now, for some reason, they're just being extra sloppy. Cops say the beaches have been about as busy as Memorial Day weekend or 4th of July. It doesn't help that people are using more disposable stuff these days, so they're just dropping their trash everywhere. So enjoy the planet healing itself while you can. It's about to get real bad real quick. We're going to reverse it in like a solid week. Woo! Take that, planet. Hey, guys. uh, How long to the restroom? I just go in the ocean. That's where we've all been going. Oh, sounds good. Thanks. Suck it, Mother Nature. Yeah, so don't go to the beaches in Florida. I mean, you can. You have every right to. It's just going to be full of crap. 
going to be nasty. It's also full of jellyfish. I got stung there once. It's not fun. Yeah, I went to Florida once too and got stung by jellyfish when I went to Disney World with my family. That's my story. It is your story. I don't have any Florida stories, okay? And you always throw that one in my face. Oh, my family loved me. They took me on a vacation in Florida. Well, congratulations. It's only because I have family there. Yeah, you know where I went when I was a kid? Illinois. You tried going to Illinois as a kid. Ain't nothing to do there. <laughs> and then we went to Missouri. Dear God, why? Wow, your parents took you fun places, huh? Yeah, they hated me. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So, crazy story about a grandma. A grandma uh, is under arrest in Dallas, accused of keeping her six-year-old grandson in a shed. Oh, my God. Police arrested 53-year-old Esmerella Lara and her boyfriend, both facing felony charges for endangering a child and placing him in immediate, imminent danger. The boy was found in a shed. His hands were tied behind his back. He said he was kept there since schools closed because of the coronavirus outbreak. What the hell? What is wrong with people? Yeah, I hope she goes to jail and never comes out. Never. Never, ever, ever comes out. I hate people like that. Oh, pisses me off. So, crazy story out of, uh, where was that? Texas. Dallas, Texas. Uh, the country's top infection control doctor says we could have the coronavirus vaccine by the end of the year. Coronavirus specialist in vi- virology? Virology. Virology. Uh, I guess heartthrob, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Did you know that people are finding him attractive these days? No, I guess back in the day he used to be hot. I looked back in the day. I don't, wasn't yeah. hot, didn't look hot to me. I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know. Either way, I guess he told the Senate hearing the other day that they currently have eight COVID-19 vaccines in clinical development. He says several different labs are working on one and uh, we could know if it works by late fall. But the problem is, when they asked people, would you take a vaccine for COVID-19? Hell no. Overwhelmingly, 68% of people said, no, I would not. I will not be getting it. Just FYI. Will not. So, will even not. if there is a vaccine, a lot of people don't want to take it. Of course, uh, there is the theory that Bill Gates is behind all this. He's trying to get you to update your windows. Yeah, no, I'm not a crazy Bill Gates person. No. I just, I don't want to have vaccine uh version a i want to wait till we're like you know a good 15 20 letters down the alphabet line here i don't want the new experimental vaccine that they push through because there's an emergency Hmm. yeah interesting time periods i don't know i guess that's a good question for everybody would you get a vaccine if they made one by the end of the year well and i saw someone saying because like uh, where we live, it's very, um, the state itself is very pro-vaccine. Yeah. And especially in regards to school children. So somebody was saying, like, what if they require this for your children to go back to school? Mm. And I'm not going to put a brand new, just pushed out, barely tested vaccine into our children until it's been around for a few years. So we may be stuck homeschooling for a while. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to put that up on the Danny and Kate Morning Show. I'm curious to hear what you say. Would you do this brand new vaccine if it came out? And it's weird because it's a different conversation than the anti-vaccine conversation. Yeah. Because this isn't something like a polio shot or measles, whatever that's been around 40, 50 years. Right. This has a much significantly lower death rate. And we're also talking about, you know, this is... Again, something they're pushing out fast because it's urgent. Mm. So I don't, and we've seen this fail before with H1N1, they pushed out a vaccine that they had to pull within a few months because it caused a secondary disease. So you're saying they did this before? Yeah, and it didn't work. They had to pull it off Mm. because it caused problems. I forget which disease it is. We've talked about it before, but it it literally gave people diseases, another disease, like an immune disease. So... Count me out for the first few rounds of this vaccine. Uh, would you take COVID-19 vaccinations? Not vacations. It keeps nope. trying to autocorrect it. <laughs> Wrong That's word. That's totally different. Would you take a COVID-19 vacation? Will you take the COVID-19 vaccine if it's pushed out by the end of the year? Would you take the COVID-19 vaccination if it's available? By the end of the year. By the end of that year. There you go. I, I have a feeling a lot of people, 
even the ones not surveyed in this specific survey are going to be a little hesitant for it. Yeah, so I'm curious. Um, a little cautious. Yeah, give us your thoughts. Tell us what you would do. We want to hear about that. So yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, when we return, we're going to go into it. We're really going to get you. COVID-15. It's all about people gaining weight. I guess it was a joke online, but it's become a real thing. We'll talk about who's gaining weight, why, where, when, and what you can do to stop it. <laughs> it's Danny and Kate. What? Danny and Kate show. So, big old question. Have you gained 15 pounds? Have you gained more than 15 pounds? A scientific explanation of why eating uh, is so popular in the lockdown is, because uh, we've all joked around the COVID-15 weight gain, during quarantine, they now say there's an excuse. Scientists say stress produces the hormone cortisol, which triggers your appetite. Foods rich in sugar, carbs can produce another chemical, dopamine. Is it dopamine? Dopamine, yeah. I said dopamine. <laughs> Do dopamine, which makes us feel pleasure. And all that extra food making one hormone outweigh the others, just going to our middle sides. Oh, yeah. Our middle sides? Mm. What's a middle side? It's your love handles. <laughs> oh, this dopamine feels so good. How'd you get some of that dopamine? I want to hit. It's called chocolate. Sugar is the same reaction as drugs in your brain. Yeah, I think eventually we'll look back and realize sugar is probably the most tastiest poison we have today. It'll be, it, sugar will be like, it'll be crazy. We'll be like, we put it in everything. It is in everything. Yeah. It's we, crazy. We had French fries with sugar. We have milk with sugar. We had bread. You know what we put in there? A whole yeah. bunch of uh, wheat and sugar. It's literally in everything. It's crazy. You know what my favorite drink was? It was water with a whole bunch of sugar. But do you know what's worse is like the sugar-free stuff is like these chemical fake sugars and some of them are known carcinogens too mm. yeah that's not good so people need to get over their sweet tooth uh early indications show that women's <laughs> research bless you has plummeted during the lockdown while articles for men have increased of course men are very important uh female uh academics are citing a surge in child care and chores less time to work on projects you know Things that ladies should be doing anyway. Uh, the reasons. Uh, pardon? <laughs> the reasons why that means something. Having articles published in academic journals can be important to getting promotions at many universities. So this time could lead to more of a gender gap. Finally, the men can catch up to the women that have just been overrunning us. Yeah, because that's been the problem. It really has been. Yeah. Okay. Why do men make more money than women, right? Tell me why, Danny. I'll tell you why. Because women ha have more opportunities than men. I'm so sorry. Since no, they have not. Since they have more opportunities, when you finally get that opportunity as a man, they need to pay you double because it's really rare that you would get that job. We have less opportunities. We make less per less wages. Uh-huh. Uh, you're trying to piss me off. <laughs> Over there with your smug little face. Yeah, you know what's funny is it? I feel like you I You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to send you a bunch of articles and you can read it for yourself. I don't want, no, don't send me articles. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to send you articles. I feel like sometimes that I'm in a crocodile cage and I have like meat in my hands and I'm like, I'm going to get this crocodile to jump up. And then I throw a little meat in front of you. So then, you're a Floridian? Yeah. Just I'm doing Florid something real stupid? <laughs> You get so fired up when it comes to females' rights, and I applaud that. And I'm here to and you help should you. as and a father you. of four daughters. I I agree a hundred percent. That's why I'm so excited that me and you agree on this topic. I don't like you right now. <laughs> Not anyway. So the story is there's been less women's research going on. So I'm going to submit this as a female research article. Because, you know, men can't stay home and actually take care of their children. Well, they can. The problem is, is we do it too good. So Oh, that's when the you problem. Do, yeah, when you do something that well, mm -hmm. you don't want to do it all the time. It makes the other person feel bad. So out of courtesy for uh, you, yeah. a lot of these men, they don't, they don't do it all the time because they want you to feel like you're participating. Well, too. I want you to know that I wouldn't feel inferior at all. So I'm going to give you more of the parental <laughs> duties. I'm relinquishing them to you. Oh. Well, I go be the man in the relationship and ignore them. So wow. this will be fun. You think I ignore the no, kids? No, I don't think you ignore them. I love you. 
And let's just go ahead and read what the results are so far. Earlier in the show, we posted up, uh, would you take the COVID-19 vaccination if it was available by the end of the year? So far, we've had two overwhelming no's. Wow, right off the bat. Right off the bat. And I love this new care button because it's not saying you love it. It's not saying you like it. It's just saying you care. Like, I care. I care what you said. I still really want the dislike button. We can get some stupid care button. We can't get a dislike button after how many years Facebook has been around. I I care about what you just said. I do. Whatever you just said, I care about it. If you just said whatever you just said, that means you have no idea what I just said, which means you do not care about it. I care. Okay. We're going to take a little break and be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning. Appreciate each and every gosh darn one of you. Thank you for being part of our family, part of our lives, part of our morning show. Thank you for helping to uh, pay rent at our house. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you for sending us money for food to help feed our kids. Oh, it's so nice of everybody out there paying our bills and whatnot. Yeah, no, no one's done that. It's such a community effort here. Really appreciate it. A guy in Oklahoma completely rolled his truck over in a high-speed police chase, but then landed back on the wheels and kept on going. He's 43 years old. His name is Floyd Grass. We know that because eventually he got caught because you always get caught eventually. I don't even know why people run from the police. At what point are you like, well, I think I'm going to get away. They don't get away. Well, even if they do get away, they always find them later. Stupid. Just give up. Here's the uh, audio of that happening live. And there it is. There's the spin out over into oh, into other traffic up on the divider, and it's still going. That truck just was flipped, as you saw. It was rolled on that pit maneuver. It's got things hanging off of it now. This car rolled all yeah. the way over, and now is still westbound on I-40 as they're still trying to take this car out. Man, you know, news is really missing its opportunity because there is no sports right now. Yeah. So they should be announcing these high-speed chases like NASCAR. Oh, he's flipped out. He's on his side. He's back up. And he's off and running again. Oh, good old number 43 brought to you by Popeye's Chicken. Popeye's Chicken is doing curbside deliveries right now and rolling over on all the great deals and prices. Sarah, what do you think? Mmm, I can't even pay attention because I'm eating so much chicken right now. That's right. It's good chicken. Anyway, back to the race. That's counting on newscasters to have more talent than reading the prompter in front of them. It's true. So that's why going live for them is such a fun thing. Well, there's a, there's a car. It's going down the 157. It's changing lanes sporadically. Uh, Mark, what do you see? Literally the same thing you see. Because <laughs> um, exactly I'm looking at the say. same picture you are. Yeah. Back to you, John. All right. How much? That. 54 more minutes of this? Those are my favorite, though, because you can tell when you watch the news because they're already ready to go. They know what they're going to say. They've written their scripts. It's on the prompter. They've practiced. They are ready. Uh So when they have to bust in on something that's breaking, you can tell. And the local producer always tries to give them, like, some random information to keep it interesting. He's driving a Ford Civic. Were you guys aware Ford Civic was the 2019 small car variety of the year? Ford Civic. You can get your excitement today at a local Ford Civic dealer. How was they, that? I don't. They don't even make Civics anymore. They, they stopped do. making little cars. It was just. A, it wasn't a real scenario. I made that scenario. You'd be a bad up. news producer. I just want you to know. I apologize for the scenario <laughs> I just made up. They don't make Civics anymore. So if you got excited over the possibility, it doesn't exist. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and give you the stupidest person of the day. I can't wait for that. It's so much fun. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is someone you wouldn't think of. That would be swindled. Blackish star. Uh, her name is Jennifer Lewis. She's in a series called Blackish. She got conned out of $50,000. 63-year-old Jennifer Lewis says she met what seemed like a dream man at the gym. He appeared to be a total catch, telling her uh, he was an Oscar winner, a Navy SEAL, Oxford University graduate, a professor at UCLA. It turns out he was the manager of the LA Fitness Gym. He went on to scam Lewis out of more than $50,000. 
The guy ended up pleading guilty to wire fraud. Romance scam total more than $21,000 or 21,000 reports a year, costing $143 million. So it's not easy being singled and being swindled. Singled, swindled, I don't know. That's not a lot of reports for a lot of money. Would you, uh, yeah, would you, would you have given me money in the beginning of our relationship? Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I gave you a lot of money. You so didn't give me jack. I fixed things for you. I was constantly paying for it. You didn't fix anything until after we moved in together. I fixed your car. Uh, we were living together then. Fixed your hair. You fixed my hair. What fixed you your about? phone. Fixed everything. What have you done for me? Excuse me? What have you done for me? Uh, I'm the one earning the most money in the house right now. Oh, wow. So it took, you know... How long have we been together? Hey, speaking of which, you know our anniversary is coming up, right? Yes, I do. It's like uh, eight days from now. Mm, I don't know. What day is it? Mm, 14th? Nope. Not eight days from now. Uh, six days. No. Seven days. Nope. Four days. <laughs> ten days. Ten days. Ten damn days. It. <laughs> ten days from now. You were low. It is like ten days from now. It's coming up. What are we going to do? We can't do anything. We're doing anything. I mean, are we going to buy each other anything? I wouldn't be mad if you bought me a gift. Just saying. Okay. I mean, putting that out there in the world. I already know what I'm going to buy you. So, so we are buying gifts. Well, it's a good thing I asked. Do I resetting a limit? We're just buying gifts. I don't know. Make lists of things we want. I think because our phones, like we can share lists. We should have a running list of like things we wouldn't buy ourselves that are like things we would want as a gift, and then that way we have access to it for every single holiday throughout the year. That's a great idea, because you know I'm a horrible listener, and I have no idea about anything about you. So for me, it's really difficult. I go out, and I go, I don't know. She likes coffee. I guess I'll get her some coffee creamer. Yeah, you always end up just going, what do you want? Okay, you want that? Buy it. <laughs> yeah, for Mother's Day, you got the exact thing that you wanted. You've I always, did. You've always been, you've been wanting AirPods, Pros or whatever, AirPod Pros for a while, and you got it for Mother's Day. Why? Because I asked you, and you told me, and I went and got them. Well, no, I purchased them, and you went and picked them up for me. Same story. Same it, story. But it would be nice for once, and this this will be helpful for you if you have a running list of things yeah. that I would enjoy. Okay. I'll even include links to the items. That would be, yeah, make it yeah, as easy as Yeah, make it possible. really easy, and then I can be surprised with something that you bought all on your own. What? And I didn't have to, like, buy it for myself. Okay. Deal. Done deal. But anyway, I was thinking we should do, um, we'll like have the kids, we'll send them all up to the playroom, Uh turn on a movie, and we'll order in dinner and have a like a a little, our own date in the dining room and Mm. have a little movie. You know, they're going to ruin that, right? Yeah, but we can try. Um, I'm I'm down to try. This is date night, everybody, unless you're on fire. You don't come downstairs. (laughs) You better be dying. Yep, on fire. Fire. Do you understand me? What if I'm stabbed? Nope, not good enough. <laughs> On fire. You won't bleed out immediately. All right, sounds good. I don't know. We'll see. It's so, yeah. worth a shot. Ten days, ten days from now. Five years of marriage. Yep, five full American years of marriage. God bless America. All right, we're going to take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Time to check in with the Late Show Comedies. Here's a little Jimmy Fallon. Check this out. I read that a growing number of churches might start doing drive-in services. It's nice going to church, but super obvious when you try to sneak out early. In a new interview, the founder of Quibi says he blames everything that has gone wrong with the streaming service on the coronavirus. He might have a point, if only the entire world were stuck at home desperate for new content. We learned that one of the president's valets had been diagnosed. Then on Friday, we found out that Katie Miller, the spokeswoman for Vice President Mike Pence, tested positive. This is super serious. Katie Miller has attended nearly all of the White House Coronavirus Task Force meetings in the Situation Room, which they've now temporarily rechristened the Incubation Room. Plus, three of the most high-profile members of the Coronavirus Task Force, including Anthony Fauci, will be in self-quarantine for two weeks. No! Dr. Fauci, we need you! 
if you're not around, all the health decisions are going to be made by Jared Kushner, the MyPillow guy, and William Barr in a sexy nurse costume. On Sunday, Hassid said this on CBS's Nation Face. It is scary to go to work. You know, I, I was not part of the White House in March. I think that I'd be a lot safer if I was sitting at home than I would be going to the West Wing. Really? You work in the most tested place in the world and you're scared? Trump is upset about the outbreak at the White House. According to officials, he was annoyed to learn that Mrs. Miller tested positive. Yeah, he was really annoyed. As soon as he found out, he sent her an irritable arrangement. Trump is reportedly also worried that AIDS contracting coronavirus would undercut his message that the outbreak is waning and states should begin reopening. Can you imagine that attitude from a fire chief? Hey, knock it off with the scream and you being on fire is really undercutting my core message that you're not on fire, okay? So stop, drop, and shut up. All right, there's your Late Show recap. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it, it must be true! Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. Oprah's new live virtual experience from the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Oprah Winfrey is announcing a free virtual wellness workshop. The four-week experience is inspired by her national arena tour, Catch It, starting this Saturday on Zoom, Facebook, and YouTube. Mattel has a new line of Thank You Heroes Barbie dolls, including doctors, nurses, and firefighters. For each career doll sold between May 14th and 17th, what will be donated to the First Responders Children's Foundation. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Twilight's Robert Pattinson is 34, Motown legend Stevie Wonder is 70, and which late-night host was once an understudy for Steve Carell? That would be the late show Stephen Colbert, who today turns 56. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. Thank you so much, Kevin. We appreciate you. We'll return in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So uh, BBC reporter Andrew Cotter has gone viral because of a Zoom meeting he did with two of his dogs. The good dog is named Olive, and she's doing so well during quarantine that she earned a company bonus. And then there's Mabel, and she's late to the meeting and is constantly distracted, scratches herself while on camera, and falls asleep during the chat. Here's the audio. Enjoy. Right, so basically an update as to where we are. I can see you both look worried, but the good news from head office is that neither of you is going to be furloughed, but we have to try and repay that loyalty uh, with some of our own. I know that's supposed to be a strength of yours. This is one of the things that we have to address, the lack of focus at times, because, uh, well, there's the inappropriate stuff with Kevin the Doberman from accounts as well, but one thing at a time. So there are things that we have to try and improve on. Okay, the annual report. Uh, you've pretty much ruined the sofas. Uh, 913 squirrels chase none caught, so not a good return. <laughs> none caught. Uh, yeah, we finally got some audio. Uh, three security guards at a Target near L.A. were escorting two guys out for not wearing face masks and uh, ended uh, up attacking one of the guys. Cop told the reporter it's already fourth time uh, the topic of face masks has started the fight just in their community. This is it. This is the fourth incident in uh, Van Nuys where we've had people confront people who are not wearing masks and then there's a physical altercation. But in this case, the security guard was doing his job and enforcing store policy. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So another another scenario keeps happening. It's ridiculous. A lot of people upset. Donations left out fire inside of a food bank in England got stolen. They went back and reviewed the videotape, and it turns out it was a flock of seagulls. So they came down and they just grabbed what they wanted and took off. Huh. Bags and bags full of food. Seagulls are flying rats. They are. They'll take what they want. Anyway, I started thinking about my favorite Flock of Seagull song. This is it, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'll run away. That song makes me laugh, but for like an inside joke reason. Why? Okay, so um, that station we worked for in Kansas, which I still work for, um, mm -hmm. Mix, yeah. they there was some kind of scheduling error with the with the program, yeah. and that no joke played three times an hour for a solid six months. 
three times an hour. So it was just a joke at that point because I go, here's flock of seagulls again. Well, who doesn't like a good flock of seagulls? And here it is again. (laughs) Six months, three times a day. Classic. It's a good station. It was crazy. All right. We're going to take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So teens generally want to sleep in late. We've kind of had a weird scenario with our boy. He likes to get up early, like stupid early, like oh, yeah. 4 30, 5 in the morning. Yeah, a good 5, 5 30. And, and he goes to bed early. So this isn't an issue for us. But I remember when I was a teenager, I liked to sleep all the time. I was growing. Researchers from China found that teens who got more sleep are better at coping with change and stress and that those with the best sleep patterns are also the most resilient. On the flip side, uh, disturbed sleep and reliance on poor quality daytime naps were linked to reduction of resilience. Scientists define resilience as the ability to adjust to rapidly changing environments and cope with high stress levels. So I wanted to open it up to all the parents out there, or maybe just if you think back, uh, if you or your parents had really strict rules about sleeping in, what were they? Were there any strict rules about sleeping in? In my house, my dad was like, look, you will be out of bed by noon. Because Sometimes I'd sleep till two. I could do that as a grown up. So. Yeah, I was up till <laughs> two. So he's like, by noon was the latest. I had to be up by noon. I had to really be getting my, you know, and then he started pouring that back. I don't know. Let's go to the phone lines. one 9981 Did your parents have any strict rules about sleeping in? What were they? Good morning. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my mother's rule was that no one could sleep past 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, she would always say, like, she didn't like anyone wasting the day, regardless of how late we went to sleep the night before. Like, even when I was in college and was coming home from my bar shift at, like, 4 a.m., she'd be in my room at 10 ripping the covers off me and yelling at me to get the day started. What that? Thank you for calling in. That's a little obsess, obsessive. Because that if you're up till four working, then that, that means you work a night shift. And that means you need to sleep, sleep. in. Yeah. yeah, you need your sleep. That's a little crazy right there. Let's go to line number two. Uh, do you have any strict rules that your parents uh, brought on you? Hey, so, uh, yeah, the rules were pretty unwritten in my house. Um, uh, our parents never really said you you couldn't sleep in, but they would always start doing a loud project right next to your bedroom door <laughs> if you slept at 11 a.m. They're yeah. like, get up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Well, it looks like we're going to have to put up new pictures on the side of his door. That's it. That's what we're going to do. Anybody else want to practice the drums in the hallway? <laughs> That's horrible. Well, it worked out. When we return, we're going to ask you what changes would have to be made for you to feel comfortable about going back to your office. If you're working in a tight space environment, what would make you feel safe? There's a good chance the coronavirus has changed office life permanently. We'll tell you what they're talking about doing in New York City and take some of your calls coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So there is a chance the coronavirus has changed your office life permanently. John Furnix, CEO of Hive in New York City, he said that, uh, well, this is going to be a catalyst for things to get people too scared to do what they were doing before. He says this gives momentum and allows us and others to make changes to century-old working practices. One major change will be there will be more likely people working at home permanently as the practice becomes more accepted with health concerns that are going to linger on. In fact, uh, over this last week, it was just announced that everybody that works for Twitter is allowed to work from home indefinitely the rest of their careers. So they can come in if they'd like. They don't have to. And Twitter was all for it and so did a whole bunch of other tech companies because they thought, well... We don't have to pay for rent. We don't have to pay a lot of that overhead. So screw it. You stay home. Yeah. You tell us what you need, and we seem to be getting it done so far. And no office drama. For everybody else, it seems like changes will start with commuting as work arrives, staggering shifts, avoiding rush hour crowds. Uh, The staff might take a turn to working alternate days in the office to reduce crowding in offices, precautions like floor markings, digital sensors could remain uh, remind people to stand six people afart, uh, afart, <laughs> apart. <laughs> On this edition of Danny Can't Read. <laughs> I told you that's my secret. That's how I keep people away from me. Good old fart. Uh, Google and Facebook have already announced that they're letting their employees work remotely until uh, the end of the year, possibly forever as well. So curious if you're going back to work, if, you, if it's coming up or you're already doing it, 
1-877-516-9981. What changes do you feel need to be made to make you feel more comfortable back in your office setting? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What do you got? Well, they would probably have to put our desks much farther apart than they are right now. Plus, maybe uh, put our cubicle walls a little higher. I just want there to be a little more room for us to work and not be on top of each other. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I just wonder how high the cubicle has to be before the coronavirus can't jump over it anymore. I don't think the cubicle height matters. Are you sure? I think it's more about the circulation. So of the you room. cough, <coughs> and then the coronavirus is like, ah, oh, that thing's eight feet high. I can't get over that. I'm out of shape. Oh, I'm just going to land here on your paper. Nope, nope. It floats all around the room. What yeah. was that video you showed me? It was, it was so out of gross. Japan. Yeah, it was nuts. They put, um, it was a dark, uh, dark room and they had two people talking. And what they were able to do was focus in on just the little spit droplets that come out of your mouth when you talk normally and the oxygen that comes out of your lungs. And they made it a different color by using UV and they showed it in the room within five minutes of two people talking in an enclosed room, they had mixed everything. Yeah. Everything was intermingled between the two guys. Um, but they did do it in a circulated room where the air conditioning is on. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult to get them to mix germs. But it was still possible. It was like right. a 30% chance. But outside, when they did it outside, it was like less than 1%. Because it was just a free roaming area, so the wind right. would come, everything. It would just, it would just Endless fall to the ground. Room to room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, that may be the future. The future may be outdoor office spaces. Let's go to line two. What do you got? What's going to make you feel comfortable to go back to work? I would like to see staggered work schedules. Maybe if half of the office worked the first half of the day, then the other worked the last half. I think that would help. This way, there will only be half the amount of people in the office at a given time. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, and I appreciate your call. I was reading an article the other day about the future of radio, and they said that if that happens, the death of morning and afternoon drive is officially upon us. Well, it will no longer be the most important time slot in radio is the drive to work and the drive from work. It will now be the time you're at work. Middays will be the most listened to time slot. Well, but if you're talking about at work and they they stagger things like this or people are working from home, that could literally be, their commutes could be all over the place. Oh, so yeah. Like your whole day in terms of radio matters, your entire lineup. It's gonna, well, yeah, it's another good point. Then all of it would matter. Yeah, all of it matters equally. Equally instead of just being heavily weighed on one show. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a crazy time period. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take your calls coming up. How do you think the quarantine is going to affect your kids' growth as a person? Do you think it will? We'll tell you about a child specialist from uh, her online blog who's giving her opinion. Some people have agreed. Other people have not. We'll tell you what she says coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So the pandemic has put the brakes on most of our social interactions. It could be bad for your child's well-being. A study in the lead author, Jennifer Fran, from the Flinders University says play is a key aspect of children and their well behavior and their perspectives. Closure of the playground, schools, and the fear and the worry associated with being in public spaces is likely to have a significant impact on children during this time. She adds that children's opportunities to play and the ability to exercise reasonably uh, and the ability to make choices and decisions without adult imposed constraints have been cut dramatically. Fain says schools reopen. Adults need to focus their attention on children's opportunities to play and their ability to exercise reasonably again. Um, but again, this is only when it comes to the case of those with a single child or possibly two children. Anybody with over three children said, that, according to the survey, that their lives are pretty much fine. They're still playing with each other, having a good time, having their moments alone. Right. And I say that's the case with us as well because we got five kids and... They seem to pretty much entertain each other. They're always playing. They're always laughing. They've always been each other's best friends. Even when they fight. Even when they fight. So, you know. And they still play outside and they do whatever. They're just not interacting with people outside the house. Although our oldest, he does because he is able to play um, like video Xbox. Yeah. yeah, video games online where he can play with his friends. He has a phone, so he will call his friends and yeah. text them. It's the, the younger ones that are really missing their friend interaction. I just tell him, no, you, I'm your friend. <laughs> I'm your friend. We were watching the Goldbergs the other night, and it was so damn funny because I relate to the mom you, so much. You were that mom. I am that mom, helicopter mom. And she said, she said there was a line in there, 
You don't need a girlfriend. Your mama's the only woman you'll ever need. <laughs> she says something uh, like, you can come to your mama for kisses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's down here kissing his girlfriend. If you want kisses, you come to your mama. Oh, I was dying. So then he, uh, she ends up following him on a date and... You know, they're playing video games and he's behind the mom's behind him, holding him as he's playing Dance Dance Revolution. And they're in the movies and he's sitting in between him and the girlfriend, the mom is or she is. Yeah, I don't think it's a the, a depiction so, of a healthy relationship. So funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's me. I'm always up in their business. So what do you think? one 917 How do you think quarantine is affecting your children uh, and their growth? Do you think that it's affecting them at all? What do you think? Good morning. My daughter started pre-K this year, and she was really shy to start. By the time this all started, she seemed pretty comfortable, but she's gotten so clingy without school. I'm yeah. afraid we're going to have to go through the whole process all over again when school starts in the fall. Yeah, that's a tough one. Pre-K, right? Yeah. It's going to have to happen. It's going to be real emotional for a lot of those kindergartners. Yeah, well, I think it's it's hard for those shy kids. I mean, we we have our, our nine-year-old. She's still... She's still pretty shy. Yeah. She's not. I try to, That's why I try to get it out of her all the time. She's not a social butterfly. You, come on, you say something. You say something to me. She's always like, I don't want to play with the other kids. They're not nice. and They're pretty mean to her. Have you heard the way they talk to her? No. Yeah, they're very mean. What do they say? Really mean stuff. In fact, I've grounded Tegan over it several times. Oh, no. I was talking about their friends at school. I know Tegan's mean. I live oh, with her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's vicious. She's um, mean. No, at school? No, I haven't. She's just really... She's not... Um, she has, like, two friends that she hangs out with, but she isn't, like, kind of leaving that social circle. Hmm. Well, that's good. You, all you need is really two good friends. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. Uh, is quarantine affecting your child? I think my daughter is going to be more of a loner. She's an only child as it is, but now she's missing important socializing time. Yeah. But I just hope that when things get back to normal, you know, she starts enjoying people's company again. But I think right now she likes keeping herself busy. Yeah. No, I appreciate you calling in. A lot of that's and that's what the survey said. It says there's a lot of the single kids out there. Even the, the two the two kids, they're not they're they're bored. They're by themselves. They're, they need interaction. Mm-hmm. So. At least they've got Ryan's Toy Review. Oh, God. You can watch Ryan. Hi, everybody. It's Ryan. I'm 47 years old, still opening up toys with my mom. Say hi, Mom. Hi, everybody. All right. Today, we're going to put an Easter egg in the back, and we're going to put a bathtub full of colored water, and we're all going to get in. You're 42, Ryan. It's inappropriate. Well, it was fun before. Why can't we keep doing it? Ryan's Ryan's Toy Review. Ryan is only nine. I don't have a problem with Brian. I have a problem with his parents. Man. Don't like his parents. Whole thing. I don't like the whole thing. I was like, God, when will this go away? Reminds me of, uh, not Ashley Simpson, uh, oh, Paris Hilton. I'd always say that every time Paris Hilton did anything in public. When will this, <laughs> when will this part of my life end? Well, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Finally, just like the Kardashians, they were going good. And then all of a sudden, COVID-19 took their thunder. Now everyone's like, yeah, No, it didn't. Are you kidding me? I swear every other news article is Kardashian this and Kardashian that. I don't see any of it. They're going to be here for a long time. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, I'm going to ask you the question, how long are you going to wait before you meet up with your quarantine date? According to Bumble, which is a, a, a website, I have no idea what it does. Uh, they asked some people that. How long would you wait? We're going to tell you what the average person said coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So how long are you going to wait before you meet up with your quarantine date? How long are you going to wait before you meet up with that lady or that gentleman you've been flirting with on Bumble? Well, 80% of Bumble users in the United States are open to meet up a match versus virtual dates. 80% said right now. I'll go to your house right now. 44% said they're unsure uh, what exactly the acceptable time is for the new normal, but they just want to go back to where you just hooked up with random people. 60% said they're seeking a bunker companion, so someone that you know they could hook up with continually at their house. There was a word for that years ago. What was that called? Marriage. Yeah, there was a thing that people used to do, and you could just, you know, bunker down with them 
for the rest of your life. No, the survey said, because I read it, was that they're wanting to get out now because in case we're all shoved back in quarantine, they don't want to be alone for another oh. eight plus weeks of quarantine. So gotcha. they want to get their date on now to find someone that they could shack up with. They got to have that time. Who would you choose to shack up with for eight weeks? I'll tell you who I would after you say yours. I feel like this is a trap. No, no. Like you had eight weeks. It's a trap. It's eight weeks. Who are you shacking up with? Am I shacking up with or just living with? I feel like those are different. Shacking up, living, I guess, but not permanently living. Just you know, eight weeks. You. I was. I don't I, like anybody else. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say you too. I don't like other people. It was a trick question. I'm glad you answered correctly. Mm-hmm. Let's go to line number one. Uh, how long are you gonna wait before you meet up with your quarantine date? Good morning. What do you got for us? Hi. I would like to wait at least a week just to see how the first few days go with restrictions being lighter. Yeah. I would hope my quarantine date would respect that, which will also prove to me that they deserve a real date later on. Yeah. That's respect my six feet rule. Well, how are you going to do six feet and like go on a date? Because eventually you're just going to be, you know, kissing each other and you're going to be negative feet. Touching hands. <laughs> negative. Yeah, negative feet. It's <laughs> weird. Let's go to line number two. How long are you going to wait before you meet up with your quarantine date? I honestly wouldn't want to wait at all. If restrictions are being let up, that means it's safe to go out. Yeah. No point in waiting to start living a normal life again. Mm. Yep, no point. Everything's good, as you were, ladies and gentlemen, as you were. What a weird time for single people. Not only do they have to worry about, you know, rampant STDs and unintended pregnancies, but now they also got to worry about catching COVID-19. I think you're assuming too much that people were worried about that before. They should be worried about it. It's really something you worry about after you get in a relationship. Why would you be worried about that after you get into a relationship? Well, because then you're in a relationship and you're like, the, you know, you always hear about STDs being so horrible from people in relationships. You're like, I'm glad I'm not single because single people have to deal with all these STDs. But then you see single people and they're like, yeah, I'm drunk at a bar. Let's dry hump on the floor. And that's what they do. Like, there's no thought process. They don't care. So, yeah, I could see this. I, I think once the, the floodgates open... They're all going to be coughing each other's faces, not even caring. Whatever. Ew. I don't care. How mad would you be if you go on some like terrible, awful date and yeah. you catch COVID-19 to take on with you? Mm. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. I went on a horrible date and all <laughs> I got was COVID-19. <laughs> uh, she didn't even pay for dinner. Yep, yeah, I know. Uh, I had another person comment on our question earlier today. Would you take the COVID-19 vaccination if it was available by the end of the year? Uh, Danielle said, nope, I would wait maybe a few years. See? Or don't even take it at all. I'd rather wait to see how the ones that do take it react to it Mm -hmm. and the ratio on it. (laughs) Not going to be a guinea pig because, I mean, they can't even get the flu vaccine right. It's It's always this random mix and they hope it's going to be the prevalent flu of the year the last this last year's flu shot like totally failed and it's happened multiple times in the last few years so i'm gonna wait till version you know like 10x we've got uh one person lewis said yeah i'll take it if they offer money if they offer money (laughs) uh eddie uh man said yeah i'll take it damn right i'll take it i'll take it right now i'll take it within a second you give it to me he said all that no he was just you know he said yeah he'd take it uh, then everybody else, Jessica, nope, Tammy, nope, Lisa, nope, Terry, nope, Felicia, <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, Ricky did a, a meme where it's a girl shaking her head saying, hell no. And then Sharla put uh, uh, Will Smith in a meme that said, oh, hell no. Those aren't memes. What are they, GIFs? Yes. <laughs> yeah, or GIFs. They're GIFs is what you're supposed to call them. Either one is correct, actually. It's supposed to be GIFs. Either one is correct. Kids on the street call them GIFs, and I'm hip with the kids. That's it. You're we'll be 40. back in just a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So, crazy story about a grandma. A grandma uh, is under arrest in Dallas, accused of keeping her six-year-old grandson in a shed. Oh, my God. Police arrested 53-year-old Esmerella Lara and her boyfriend, both facing felony charges for endangering a child and placing him in immediate imminent danger. The boy was found in a shed. His hands were tied behind his back. He said he was kept there since schools closed because of the coronavirus outbreak. What the hell? 
is wrong with people? Yeah, I hope she goes to jail and never comes out. Never. Never, ever, ever comes out. I hate people like that. Oh, pisses me off. So crazy story out of, uh, where was that? Texas. Dallas, Texas. Uh, the country's top infection control doctor says we could have the coronavirus vaccine by the end of the year. Coronavirus specialist in vi- virology? Virology. Virology. Uh, I guess heartthrob, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Did you know that people are finding him attractive these days? No, I guess back in the day he used to be hot. I looked back in the day. I don't, wasn't yeah. hot, didn't look hot to me. I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know. Either way. I guess he told the Senate hearing the other day that they currently have eight COVID-19 vaccines in clinical development. He says several different labs are working on one and uh, we could know if it works by late fall. But the problem is when they asked people, would you take a vaccine for COVID-19? Overwhelmingly, 68% of people said, no, I would not. I will not be getting it. Just FYI. Will not. So even if there is a vaccine, a lot of people don't want to take it. Of course, uh, there is the theory that Bill Gates is behind all this. He's trying to get you to update your windows. Yeah, no, I'm not a crazy Bill Gates person. I just, I don't want to have vaccine uh, version A. I want to wait till we're like, you know, a good 15, 20 letters down the alphabet line here. I don't want the new experimental vaccine that they push through because there's an emergency. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting time periods. I don't know. I guess that's a good question for everybody. Would you get a vaccine if they made one by the end of the year? Well, and I saw someone saying, because like uh, where we live, it's very, um, the state itself is very pro-vaccine. Yeah. Especially in regards to school children. So somebody was saying, like, what if they require this for your children to go back to school? Mm. And I'm not going to put a brand new, just pushed out, barely tested vaccine into our children until it's been around for a few years. So we may be stuck homeschooling for a while. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to put that up on the Danny and Kate Morning Show. I'm curious to hear what you say. Would you do this brand new vaccine if it came out? And it's weird because it's a different conversation than the anti-vaccine conversation. Yeah. Because this isn't something like a polio shot or measles, whatever that's been around 40, 50 years. Right. This has a much significantly lower death rate. And we're also talking about, you know, this is... Again, something they're pushing out fast because it's urgent. Mm. So I don't, and we've seen this fail before with H1N1, they pushed out a vaccine that they had to pull within a few months because it caused a secondary disease. So you're saying they did this before? Yeah, and it didn't work. They had to pull it off Mm. because it caused problems. I forget which disease it is. We've talked about it before, but it it literally gave people diseases, another disease, like an immune disease. So... Count me out for the first few rounds of this vaccine. Uh, would you take COVID-19 vaccinations? Not vacations. It keeps no. trying to autocorrect it. <laughs> Wrong That's word. That's a totally different. Would you take a COVID-19 vacation? Will you take the COVID-19 vaccine if it's pushed out by the end of the year? Would you take the COVID-19 vaccination if it's available? By the end of the year. By the end of that year. There you go. I, I have a feeling a lot of people, even the ones not surveyed in this specific survey, are going to be a little hesitant for it. Yeah. So I'm curious. Um, a little cautious. Yeah. Give us your thoughts. Tell us what you would do. We want to hear about that. So yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, when we return, we're going to go into it. We're really going to get you. COVID-15. It's all about people gaining weight. I guess it was a joke online, but it's become a real thing. We'll talk about who's gaining weight, why, where, when, and what you can do to stop it. (laughs) It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So big old question. Have you gained 15 pounds? Have you gained more than 15 pounds? A scientific explanation of why eating uh, is so popular in the lockdown is uh, because we've all joked around the COVID-15 weight gain. During quarantine, they now say there's an excuse. Scientists say stress produces the hormone cortisol, which triggers your appetite. Foods rich in sugar, carbs can produce another chemical, dopamine. Is it dopamine? Dopamine, yeah. I said dopamine. (laughs) Do Dopamine, which makes us feel pleasure. And all that extra food 
making one hormone outweigh the other is just going to our middle sides. Oh, yeah. Our middle sides? Mm. What's a middle side? It's your love handles. <laughs> oh, this dopamine feels so good. How'd you get some of that dopamine? I want to hit. It's called chocolate. Sugar is the same reaction as drugs in your brain. Yeah, I think eventually we'll look back and realize sugar is probably the most tastiest poison we have today. It'll be, it, sugar will be like, it'll be crazy. We'll be like, we put it in everything. It is in everything. Yeah. It's we, crazy. We had French fries with sugar. We have milk with sugar. We had bread. You know what we put in there? A whole bunch of uh, wheat and sugar. It's literally in everything. It's crazy. You know what my favorite drink was? It was water with a whole bunch of sugar. But do you know what's worse is like the sugar-free stuff is like these chemical fake sugars and some of them are known carcinogens too. Mm. Yeah, that's not good. So people need to get over their sweet tooth. Uh, early indications show that women's <laughs> research, bless you, has plummeted during the lockdown while articles for men have increased. Of course, men are very important. Uh, female... Uh, academics are citing a surge in childcare and chores, less time to work on projects, you know, things that ladies should be doing anyway. Uh, the reasons... Uh, pardon? <laughs> the reasons why that means something. Having articles published in academic journals can be important to getting promotions at many universities, so this time could lead to more of a gender gap. Finally, the men can catch up to the women that have just been overrunning us. Yeah, because that's been the problem. It really has been. Yeah, okay. Why do men make more money than women, right? Tell me why, Danny. I'll tell you why. Because women ha have more opportunities than men. I'm so sorry. Since no, they have not. Since they have more opportunities, when you finally get that opportunity as a man, they need to pay you double because it's really rare that you would get that job. We have less opportunities. We make less per, less wages. Uh-huh. Uh, you trying to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Over there with your smug little face. You know what's funny is it? I feel like you I You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to send you a bunch of articles and you can read it. I don't want, no, don't send me articles. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to send you articles. I feel like sometimes that I'm in a crocodile cage and I have like meat in my hands and I'm like, I'm going to get this crocodile to jump up. And then I throw a little meat in front of you. So you're then, a Floridian? Yeah. Just I'm doing Floridian. something real stupid? <laughs> you get so fired up when it comes to females' rights and I applaud that and I'm here to and you Help should, you. as and a father you. of four daughters. I, I agree 100%. That's why I'm so excited that me and you agree on this topic. I don't like you right now. <laughs> Not anyway, so the story is there's been less women's research going on. So I'm going to submit this as a female research article. Because, you know, men can't stay home and actually take care of their children. Well, they can. The problem is, is we do it too good. So, oh, that's when you do, yeah, when you do something that well, mm -hmm. you don't want to do it all the time. It makes the other person feel bad. So, out of courtesy for uh, you, yeah, a lot of these men they don't they don't do it all the time because they want you to feel like you're participating. Well, too. I want you to know that I wouldn't feel inferior at all. So, I'm going to give you more of the parental <laughs> duties. I'm relinquishing them to you. Oh. Well, I go be the man in the relationship and ignore them. So wow. this will be fun. You think I ignore the no, kids? No, I don't think you ignore them. I love you. And let's just go ahead and read what the results are so far. Earlier in the show, we posted up, uh, would you take the COVID-19 vaccination if it was available by the end of the year? So far, we've had two overwhelming no's. Wow. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. And I love this new care button because you, it's not saying you love it. It's not saying you like it. She's saying you care. Like, I care. I care what you said. I still really want the dislike button. We can get some stupid care button. We can't get a dislike button after how many years Facebook has been around. Eh, I, care, I care about what you just said. I do. Whatever you just said, I care about it. If you just said whatever you just said, that means you have no idea what I just said, which means you do not care about it. I care. Okay. We're going to take a little break and be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning. Appreciate each and every gosh darn one of you. Thank you for being part of our family, part of our lives, part of our morning show. Thank you for helping to 
uh, pay rent at our house. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for sending us money for food to help feed our kids. Oh, it's so nice of everybody out there paying our bills and whatnot. Yeah, Man, no, no one's done that. It's such a community effort here. Really appreciate it. A uh, guy in Oklahoma completely rolled his truck over in a high-speed police chase, but then landed back on the wheels and kept on going. He's 43 years old. His name is Floyd Grass. We know that because eventually he got caught because you always get caught eventually. I don't even know why people run from the police. At what point are you like, well, I think I'm going to get away. They don't get away. Well, even if they do get away, they always find them later. That's stupid. Just give up. Here's the uh, audio of that happening live. And there it is. There's the spin out over into, oh, into other traffic up on the divider. And it's still going. That truck just was flipped. As you saw, it was rolled on that pit maneuver. It's got things hanging off of it now. This car rolled all yeah. the way over and now is still westbound on I-40 as they're still trying to take this car out. Man, you know, news is really missing its opportunity because there is no sports right now. Yeah. So they should be announcing these high-speed chases like NASCAR. Oh, he's flipped out. He's on his side. He's back up. And he's off and running again. Oh, good old number 43 brought to you by Popeye's Chicken. Popeye's Chicken is doing curbside deliveries right now and rolling over on all the great deals and prices. Sarah, what do you think? Mmm, I can't even pay attention because I'm eating so much chicken right now. That's right. It's good chicken. Anyway, back to the race. That's counting on newscasters to have more talent than reading the prompter in front of them. It's true. So that's why going live for them is such a fun thing. Well, there's a, there's a car. It's going down the 157. It's changing lanes sporadically. Uh, Mark, what do you see? Literally the same thing you see. Because <laughs> um, exactly I'm looking at the say. same picture you are. Yeah. Back to you, John. All right. How much? That. 54 more minutes of this? Those are my favorite, though, because you can tell when you watch the news because they, they're already ready to go. They know what they're going to say. They've oh, yeah. written their scripts. It's on the prompter. They've practiced. They are ready. Uh -huh. So when they have to bust in on something that's breaking, you can tell. And the local producer always tries to give them like some random information to keep it interesting. He's driving a Ford Civic. Were you guys aware Ford Civic was the 2019 small car variety of the year? Ford Civic. You can get your excitement today at a local Ford Civic dealer. How is that? I don't. They don't even make Civics anymore. They, they stopped do. making little cars. It was just. A, it wasn't a real scenario. I made that scenario. You'd be a bad up. news producer. I just want you to know. I apologize for the scenario <laughs> I just made up. They don't make Civics anymore. So if you got excited over the possibility, it doesn't exist. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and give you the stupidest person of the day. I can't wait for that. It's so much fun. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is someone you wouldn't think of that would be swindled. Blackish star. Uh, her name is Jennifer Lewis. She's in a series called Blackish. She got conned out of $50,000. 63-year-old Jennifer Lewis says she met what seemed like a dream man at the gym. He appeared to be a total catch, telling her uh, he was an Oscar winner, a Navy SEAL, Oxford University graduate, a professor at UCLA. Turns out he was the manager of the LA Fitness Gym. He went on to scam Lewis out of more than $50,000. The guy ended up pleading guilty to wire fraud. Romance scam total more than $21,000 or 21,000 reports a year, costing $143 million. So it's not easy being singled and being swindled. Singled, swindled, I don't know. That's not a lot of reports for a lot of money. Would you, uh, yeah, would, would you have given me money in the beginning of our relationship? Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I gave you a lot of money. You so didn't give me jack. I fixed things for you. I was constantly paying for you it. You didn't fix anything until after we moved in together. I fixed your car. Uh, we were living together then. Fixed your hair. You fixed my hair. What fixed you your about? phone. Fixed everything. What have you done for me? Excuse me? What have you done for me? Uh, I'm the one earning the most money in the house right now. Oh, wow. So it took, you know... How long have we been together? Hey, speaking of which, you know our anniversary is coming up, right? Yes, I do. It's like uh, eight days from now. 
Mm, I don't know. What day is it? Mm, 14th. Nope. Not eight days from now. Uh, six days. No. Seven days. Nope. <laughs> Four days. Ten days. Ten days. Ten damn days. It. <laughs> ten days from now. You were low. It is like ten days from now. It's coming up. What are we going to do? We can't do anything. We're doing anything. I mean, are we going to buy each other anything? I wouldn't be mad if you bought me a gift. Just saying. Okay. I mean, putting that out there in the world. I already know what I'm going to buy you. So, so we are buying gifts. Well, that's a good thing I asked. Do I resetting a limit? We're just buying gifts. I don't know. Make lists of things we want. I think because our phones, like we can share lists. We should have a running list of like things we wouldn't buy ourselves that are like, things we would want as a gift and then that way we have access to it for every single holiday throughout the year that's a great idea because you know i'm a horrible listener and i have no idea about anything about you so for me it's really difficult i go out and i go i don't know she likes coffee i guess i'll get her some coffee creamer yeah you always end up just going what do you want okay you want that buy it <laughs> yeah for mother's day you got the exact thing that you wanted you've I always did. you've always been you've been wanting airpods Pros or whatever, AirPod Pros for a while, and you got it for Mother's Day. Why? Because I asked you, and you told me, and I went and got them. Well, no, I purchased them, and you went and picked them up for me. Same story. Same it, story. But it would be nice for once, and this this will be helpful for you if you have a running list of things yeah. that I would enjoy. Okay. I'll even include links to the items. That would be, yeah, make it yeah, as easy as possible. Yeah, make it really easy, and then I can be surprised with something that you bought all on your own. What? And I didn't have to, like, buy it for myself. Okay. Deal. Done deal. But anyway, I was thinking we should do, um, we'll like have the kids, we'll send them all up to the playroom, Uh turn on a movie and we'll order in dinner and have a, like a a little, our own date in the dining room and Mm. have a little movie. You know, they're going to ruin that, right? Yeah, but we can try. Um, I'm, I'm down to try. This is date night, everybody, unless you're on fire. You don't come downstairs. <laughs> you better be dying. Yep, on fire. Do you understand me? What if I'm stabbed? Nope, not good enough. <laughs> on fire. You won't bleed out immediately. All right, sounds good. I don't know. We'll see. It's so, yeah. worth a shot. Ten days, ten days from now. Five years of marriage. Yep, five full American years of marriage. God bless America. All right, we're going to take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate.